There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Yeah, every Tuesday and Thursday around this time, we bring you a classic second date update that you likely missed the first time around, especially if you don't normally have a chance to listen to us at a later hour in the morning. Amy is looking for a second date update with this guy, Rob. Hey, Amy. Hi. Hi, Jeff and Jen. Welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. How are you? Uh, tired? <laughs> <laughs> You're tired? We're tired. Always tired when yeah. we talk about dating. It's yes. exhausting, right? Is that what's tiring you out? Is it dating? <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, dating is hard. Dating is so hard. Um, wow. It's been forever since I've been in a relationship, and I thought that I met a nice guy. Well, maybe you did meet a nice guy. We don't know that. You talk about Rob, right? Yeah. Okay, well, let's start from the beginning. How did you meet Rob? So we met online, and when we met, he seemed, like I said, he seemed really, really, really nice. And we super clicked online, sending messages back and forth. So we finally figure out what we're going to do for the date. And we're both into animals. We're both animal lovers. So we were like, let's go to the zoo. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I thought that that would be good. You know, we hadn't seen the hippos yet, and so we were both really excited. I was super excited. Cool. Um, We were at the zoo... Uh, for probably about three hours Damn. and um, just like walked around. Uh, we ate La Rosa's, rode the train. The hippos were great. The hippos are way cool. Are they, I haven't seen them yet. Oh, gosh. You've got to go. They I know, are awesome. I have no excuse. I live like two blocks. I know. You can walk there. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So the hippos were cool. You mm-hmm. rode the train, had some La Rosa's. What else? That was about it. I thought, I, I thought it was a good date and I assumed that he would call me. Um, I texted him that night to tell him thank you for a good time. You know, be a lady, be polite. Thank you so much for a good time. I had a great time. Yeah. And I didn't hear anything back. Huh. Hmm. Is there any particular reason? I I assume this was like a day date on a weekend. Was this like on a Saturday or a Sunday or something? This was on a Saturday. Okay. So you guys or he had other plans Saturday night that you I would just assume that it would continue into the night if you were having a really good time. You know, he didn't mention anything about having plans that night, but it's also... I guess you could do, because I've done the, the Saturday day date just to keep it safe, and yeah. I thought that he was having fun. There's no reason he could have texted. No, like, no matter what he was doing, there's no reason he couldn't have texted me. A text takes five seconds. Fair enough. Right. And, and so you heard nothing. No. This guy completely ghosted. It's just my luck. Mm. I find a guy that I like, and he ghosts. Well, let's talk about how it ended. What feeling or impression did you have from him when you said goodbye? Was there a hug? Was there a kiss? A handshake? Well, he didn't. He didn't say that. He didn't say I'll call you. I felt like that was implied. There was a little bit of a hug. It was a. It was a nice hug, just like the rest of the date. It was nice. 
Mm. Um, it, it was weird because I just, I don't know, like it, it I, I don't know. There was like wind blowing in my hair, and so you know, <laughs> I thought that was funny. So it wasn't like the romantic wind in your hair. Yeah. It was. It, was it like, wasn't a Beyonce moment. It was like the hair in your face yeah. and in your mouth and that kind of <laughs> hair, wind hair. Yeah, so I have a question. I'm trying to get a good hug in, and I, all of a sudden, there's my hair is in my face and my eyes. Yeah. So I was just like, Ugh. all right. So I have wow. a question. You're at the zoo. There's kids everywhere. Did. One of you maybe say, oh, my gosh, I love kids. I want to have a whole slew of them. Yeah, no, I was making jokes about, like, ugh, look at all the, you know, wouldn't it be better if we could come when there just wasn't so many kids just so annoying and oh, running around? Every, uh, maybe maybe that's what turned him. Maybe he was could like, be. oh, she doesn't like kids. That could be the problem. Maybe that's what it was. But, I mean, that's maybe, something that's. A- was, you know, I was joking. It was a joke. Just like, ugh, you know, right. <laughs> ugh, look at these little. These little rugrats all over the place. I would have been like, yeah. "Marry me now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but so nothing else that you can think of then that may have gone wrong, or some weird moment or awkward thing that happened that you think would drive him away. No, you know, I kept I kept cracking jokes, and I thought that, I thought that they were funny. He laughed. You know, he seemed he seemed to enjoy being around me, and cool. But again, you know, that's just, that's my luck. That's why I wanted to call you and, and figure it out. Because my luck, I find a guy and I like him. And of course, now he doesn't call me. You know? Yeah. Well, that's just, of course he doesn't. Let's hope this is not the case again. We are going to call and we're going to find out what it is. And hopefully, if it is what you think it is, my hope is that we can at least get an explanation. Because my guess is, when guys mm-hmm. blow you off, you never know why. Always. I always want to know why. Yeah. All right. Well, this is hopefully, if he really is blowing you off, we can get a reason. We might even get a second date out of it, Amy. So don't don't throw in the towel yet. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll call Rob, and we'll find out exactly what he thinks of Amy and his day at the zoo with her coming up next with Jeff and Jen on Q102. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Two. Okay, so Amy met this guy Rob online who she had great chemistry with online. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a whole other thing when you meet him in person. They went to the zoo on a lovely Saturday afternoon. They saw the hippos. They had LaRosas. They rode the train. Great day. Mm-hmm. Totally got along. Yep. Really nice guy. Sadly, he's now blowing her off. And mm-hmm. Amy is just not again because she's gone through this with men before. She just wants to know why. Right. Why? My hope is that we can get some kind of explanation if not a second date, so we're going to call Rob. You ready, Amy? I'm ready. Here we go. <laughs> Calling Rob. Hello? Hi, is this is Rob. Yeah, this is Rob. Hey, Rob, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? Ah. Uh. <laughs> 
Hey, guys. What's happening? Hey. Got the whole gang here. Second date update. <laughs> oh, you know this is a second date update. Oh, yeah. I listen to you guys for sure, for sure. All right. And I bet I know who this is about. Who do you think this is about? Amy. It is about Amy. Yeah. Yeah. So why she sent you a, a lovely thank you text for a great day at the zoo? How come you didn't respond? Amy's a nice girl, but damn. I mean, can you say Debbie Downer? What? I mean, she's constantly. I mean, it's so exhausting to walk in the zoo in this heat. It seems like it's all uphill. Oh, I don't eat pizza often. It gets some gluten intensive. It'll blow me up like a whale. I love the hippos, but wouldn't they be much happier in their own habitat? Uh, we had some funnel cake. She's like, I inhale the powdered sugar. It gives me such a headache. <laughs> We're on the train, and she's like, the train ride's so short, and I worry about the ducks getting run over. I mean, it was just constant. <laughs> hey, on. I worry about the ducks, too, okay? They get too close to the tracks. Come on, was it that you know bad? It was that bad. I mean, I smiled, you know, and I acted like she was making funny observations, but i got to be honest with you, man. She just sucked the energy and the life out of me. I was just so exhausted by the time the date was done. Oh. I think she really needs to be in a happy place before she goes out on any more dates. Isn't that funny how two people can be on the same date and have two completely different oh, totally. experiences? Well, she had a great time, despite how she came across to you. She said she had a great time. As you know, Rob, if you listen to Second Date Update, you know she's on the line with us. You know she's here and all I do. Hi. Yeah, you just were like, I don't know if you're like that all the time. But it. I, I mean, I tried to smile and be nice, but you just really like to complain, don't you? I I was I was being funny. I was um okay. you know that everyone That's one way gets to look at it. my sense of humor and I thought that you were laughing so I was you know I I cranked up my humor cuz every time I would say something you would smile and you would laugh and mm. I thought that you were having a good time. I guess once again I was wrong but that's cool. I mean you do sound a little and I'm not knocking you Amy. I'm not I'm just playing devil's advocate here. When we talk to you, you had said, you know, this is the kind of thing that always happens to me. You you sound a little down in the dumps. And maybe you have good reason to be because you've had some bad luck. So maybe you've gotten to a point where you see that the glass is half empty instead of half full. But do you think that other people have walked away with this impression of you in the past and that this might be a pattern for you? Mm. Um, uh, apparently I'm just too much of a bummer to be around. So. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. But, but, but not you know. everybody has that that perspective of the world and, and the same sense of humor. Right. Well, you listen, if that's your humor, I don't think I'd bring it out. Well, now she might. And worrying about everything, this, it's not really humorous. Well, to some, I mean, let's take a look at Jerry Seinfeld, for example. Okay. He's one of those He's comedians comedian. that He's will. Comedian. Right. Well, maybe she's trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, explain the Jerry Seinfeld thing to me. Like, what kind of, you talk about his brand of humor? Yeah, it's like observational humor. It's like, yeah, I mean, we're at the zoo. It's a beautiful place, but oh, God, it's just so hot and the whole place is uphill. I see. It feels like I'm constantly walking uphill. What's with yeah. the monkeys? Yes, those monkeys. And oh, the ducks. Look at the ducks. Good Lord, the ducks. They're, one of them's going to commit suicide on these tracks. They're one step away from dying. I hope they don't get too close when I witness this. You know, so it's a brand might, of humor. Yeah, it might be. I mean, I. It's not intended to be a downer, but to, some people receive it that Correct. way. Correct. Listen, I'm a big Seinfeld fan. 
Man, and she is no Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, Amy, you sound like a very nice person. There is a part, and I say this with love, there is a part of me that senses something kind of fatalistic about you. And with his clever... And as witty as I think you really are, mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's possible that you're being misunderstood. Just now that we've actually heard somebody weigh in on their impression of you, mm-hmm. just, just be aware of it is all. Yeah. Yeah, just relax and don't try so hard. <sighs> okay. I was just trying to be myself. That's don't okay. be yourself, I, Amy. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You know, apparently I'm not for everyone. That's what we've discovered today. Oh, honey, none of us are. I guarantee, Amy, you are absolutely for someone. Lots of somebodies. Lots of somebodies. But, you know, maybe take a look at, okay, am I really trying to be funny or do I really feel this way, but I'm passing it off as sarcasm? Or maybe you're just not aware that you do that. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend who was always one-upping everybody, and Mm. we finally had to sit him down and be like, dude... We know you're just trying to like be part of the conversation, but you're one-upping everybody, and no one likes it. It's mm-hmm. like, we don't like you because of it, but we like you. And so once he kind of knew, he was more conscious of what he was actually right. saying. Because all he was trying to do was relate to you yeah. by sharing his own story. Yep. Juan yeah. the one-upper. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for trying. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got to see the hippos. Yep. Got to see the hippos. <laughs> Maybe next time I go, they won't look like they're in prison, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Uh, glad to see we made an impact, Amy. Yes. I think she's funny. Well, good luck, hon. If you need us again, you know where to find us. For sure. Rob, thank you for taking the call. We appreciate your honesty. Sorry, but you did call. Yeah, that I did. Chin up, Amy. We believe in you. Well, good. That and a bag of snacks, you know. Thanks for the call, Amy. Yeah, Take, baby, care. Take care. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> so, if you've been out on a first date and you haven't heard back and you want to know why, 513-749-2320 or shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Well, science can now explain how Santa Claus fits down chimneys. We'll explain the science coming up. Also, it's been a great year for you if you're a female Aquarius. And the questions you should never ask a flight attendant. We have the latest news that didn't make the news coming up straight ahead. Jeff and Jenna, Q102. We're Jeff and Jen. Now that you've heard most of the day's news headlines, it's time for some of the news that didn't make the news. Science can now explain how Santa Claus fits down chimneys. And it's been a great year for you if you're a female Aquarius. But before we get to those stories... Google has released its annual barrage of lists on the things that we Googled most this year. And believe it or not, the number one thing Americans Googled was not the election. The election actually came in at number nine. I'll start with number 10 and work my way backwards. Hillary Clinton was number 10. Donald Trump, uh, sorry, the election was number nine. Donald Trump was number eight. The passing of David Bowie was number seven, followed by the Olympics, the online game Slither. Slither? Slither.io. Slither.io. I don't mean to sound ignorant, but I've, I, don't, I don't know uh, anything about this gamer. game. The online game Slither. I'm probably not even pronouncing it right. And then Pokemon Go. That was number four. You played that for a little bit. Didn't you think it was kind of fun? I did, and then I got bored. Yeah. It seems like it was one of those that 
poo-pooed out pretty quickly. You played it for like a day, though, didn't you? Hey, that's a long time for Jeff. <laughs> the fact that he downloaded it at all was pretty impressive, really. Yeah. You'd be impressed. I actually played it for two days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is this it? It's a that's all there is to it. And then number three, Hurricane Matthew. Prince came in at number two. And number one was actually the Powerball. There you go. Mm. Probably from everyone checking their numbers because the jackpot hit a new record of $1.6 billion in January. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. We were crazy. all in on it. And then it got back up to $430 million in May, $487 million in July, and $421 million in November. So the Powerball is getting a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of action. Can I say something about what's going on in the lobby right now? Because doesn't this feel like How this has been going it on? to change a light bulb? Well, did, I mean, this is, seems like it has I been going on. I can tell you what happened. On a bizarre, well, I've made a decision what I think has happened. Tell anyway, me. there they, there have been guys on ladders going up in the ceiling, it seems now, for months. And it's not like it's really over any area that would be housing a lot of anything to work on, really. So I've decided that they're up there and they're sneaking cameras into the bathrooms. No. They're, they're, they're peeping on something. What happened was is that there's an HVAC unit, I guess, that was on the fritz. So they ordered one and it was too small. So then they ordered another one and that one's too big. So now <laughs> this one's just, just right. right. Yeah. That's... But it is funny. We look out there and we see a half a person. Because the top half is in the ceiling. Yeah, so that's the rumor. Got it. Maybe that's why it's hot in here. It's the CIA installing bugs. See, that's what I'm thinking. I know, this whole time, <laughs> you thought it was in... They're, they're doing something. It was an air conditioning yeah. problem. You get your GPS tracker today at the Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> it's in all those presents you get to it's take in home. Every gift. Yep. Before God. you can enter the party, you have to get chipped. <laughs> no, you know what it probably is? It's probably in the fried mozzarella, and so we swallow it, and it stays in our oh. gut. Right. It's in the food. It's a nano chip. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right i mean it feels like it does feel like these guys have been here forever and isn't it's like it's just such a random place to be up on the ceiling it's like what are you guys doing like it would be weird like if we came to work and we didn't see a guy on a ladder with half of his body <laughs> in the ceiling it, it would be weird <laughs> they're like, out there reading the plans right now yeah are they? They got it all rolled out maybe, on the couch. Maybe they should have did that the first time. <laughs> and I mean, and, and they, you know, they're taking up the whole area. We have to like detour around a desk to even get to the bathroom right. because they're in this whole space. It's true. I mean, it's not a big deal, but it's just funny. <laughs> they're obviously not listening either because nope. we've been talking about them for five minutes and they have not acknowledged us at all. Nope. <laughs> yeah, we're assuming they're HVAC guys. We don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they walk around here like they own the place. They do. <laughs> they got the ID badges. They're swiping cards. Mm-hmm. There are a few holes in Santa Claus's story. Maybe they work for him. Mostly, how does Santa Claus get to so many homes in one night? I mean, honestly. True. And when he gets to one, like, how does he, how does he squeeze his plump body down that chimney? Well, a physicist at the University of Exeter in England just figured out the perfect explanation for all of it. And it is scientifically sound. 
Dr. Katie Sheen calculated that Santa Claus has to travel at about 6.2 million miles an hour to get to every child. That is really fast. Santa goes, man. And according to Einstein's theory of relativity, objects that travel at a high speed become compressed inside. Oh, well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? That's why you can't, it's difficult to see Santa in the sky. Right. Because he's so compressed, because he's going so fast. So that's how Santa fits. He's traveling so fast that he and his sack of presents temporarily kind of shrink down enough that Mm. he can easily fit into a chimney. Makes perfect sense. And that also explains why no one ever sees him. Same. At the speeds he's traveling, light waves get squashed and they become invisible to the human eye. Pretty cool. So here it is. 2016 wasn't all bad. We cracked the Santa code. 730, Jeff and Jen, more to come. Cincinnati's Q102. All the stars saw them for was having sex because there's an app called Eve where women can track their sex lives. Okay. And they just wrapped up a study on all their data from this year. Mm -hmm. And evidently, Aquarius women had the most sex in 2016. Wow. Go girls. Aquarius, do we know... What that's dates like, are those? That's like January. Late January, early oh, February. Oh, God, that's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ooh, and my sister, yeah. Hmm. There are two very happy ladies right there. <laughs> wow. Virgos were second. So it was Aquarius, number one, followed by Virgos, Tauruses, Libras, Pisces, Sagittarius. Where are you waiting for Gemini? Where'd you say Gemini? Seventh place. Seventh. Yeah. yeah. The app also found that women in St. Louis had more sex than women in any other city. St. Louis, Missouri. What's going on in St. Louis? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe they all. Maybe they're all enjoying open marriages there. This sounds high, but approximately five percent of married couples in this country are existing in open marriages. One out of twenty. Yeah, where they can. Both, I guess, hook up with other people. That's That just sounds exhausting. But anyway, 5%, according to a new survey, would you be interested in that <laughs> in, in an open marriage? Jeff, Jeff would just be too tired <laughs> to sleep with anybody else. That's funny. It sounds exhausting. You know, I don't remember where I read that. I don't remember if it was in an article or a book or something, but it really like made me think. It's like marriage and monogamy was really... Invented when people's lifespan was about 30 years. People died. If you made it past 30, you were living a long time. So you figure you're 13, 14, 15 years old. You get married. You pop out a couple of kids. 15 years later, you're dead, right? You got 15 years to be married to somebody. Now you get married at 25 and you're expected to live 50 years with that person? Oh, you could be married a long time. Exactly. Is it really even possible? <laughs> sure. With, with, you know, is it realistic to believe that you will want to be with just one person for that long when the people that invented marriage only had to live with somebody for 15 yeah, but years? But don't you think that, it, I mean, it hap- it is realistic because people do do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it is like your parents, my parents, you know, there are people that it, there does, are people, it does exist. There are people, but 50%. Yeah. Don't. I don't know. 
I just found that fascinating. I could. I'm too selfish for an open marriage. So we either got to be together, or we got to be separate. Because I got to move on to the attention. You know what I mean? Well, 17 percent of men and nine percent of women say yes. Of they would. They would absolutely do it if their wife or husband asked them for an open marriage. Of course, the men are twice more. Seventeen <laughs> percent of men, nine percent of women. That's still to me. That's still high. Yeah, you don't. You don't think that's a. Was this taken on Ashley Madison or something? No. Are <laughs> those the people they polled? And sixteen percent of men and ten percent of women say they'd at least consider it. But you know, I th- that might just go to what I've. You know what I was reading about. Yeah, I'm not challenging Come on. it. It just sounds higher than I would have expected. Yeah. It's like I, you know, I love you very much. I want to be with you, but I'd like a little variety. So the takeaway is Jen doesn't believe in monogamy. <laughs> oh, that's not true. Did you hear that, fellas? <laughs> if you're one of the 17%, I'm your girl. Just trying to break it down. No. <laughs> hey, if you missed it on Jeff and Jen's Facebook Live video this morning... America is facing a whipped cream shortage. This is a crisis. Our country is suffering from a major whipped cream shortage right now. Apparently, the supply of nitrous oxide is low. And you need that to power the aerosol cans that whipped creams like Ready Whip come in. It should be stocked up by early next year, but it doesn't do you any good heading into the holidays, right? So they say uh, you can either buy whipped cream that comes in tubs like Cool Whip? That's not even whipped cream, is That's it? It's just whipped oil. Yeah. Right. It's, it's yummy, though. But it's Cool Whip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They call it non-dairy whipped <laughs> topping. If you read the ingredients, you it's you can't even say the words. Like, you can't pronounce them. Right. Or you can buy heavy cream and whip it yourself. It is the easiest thing to do. A little wow. sugar, a couple drops of vanilla. See, that's cooking. You, you can put a couple drops of bourbon, bourbon in yours, yeah. Jeff, and make some bourbon whipped cream. We How much have. bourbon do you put in it? Like a cap, I, right? I season to taste. Okay. <laughs> it's got to be really convenient for you, though, with that KitchenAid mixer. Yeah, Because it, it does everything for you. It you just does. pour it in and zip, zip. Mm-hmm. So good. And then I made butter. Really? I did. How did you make butter? Same way you make whipped cream. You just keep mixing it longer, beating it longer. You put bourbon in that, too? Oh, what a great idea. <laughs> and thought Bourbon of that. Butter. There's a great idea. Hey, the 10 signs. Are you classy? Do you consider yourself classy? And I don't mean like the way a reality show contestant says I'm classy and then takes 15 shots and has sex under the covers while a night vision camera films them. I mean, like real class. Here are the 10 signs of a classy man. These according to he to, does. Yes. Okay. He wears ironed shirts. Nope. <laughs> he always smells nice. Probably not. He owns a tailored suit. Nope. He knows when to admit he's wrong. Okay, I got one. <laughs> he has a firm handshake. I think so. He takes his hat off inside. He stands when a woman sits down at the table. He takes pride in his appearance. Mm. He holds the door <laughs> for other people. <laughs> but at the very top of the list... He's respectful of women. How many did you get there? You got five out of ten. There oh, you go. There's time. And it's just the it's the sh- chival- chivalrous, chivalrous ones. Mm. I'm talking about clothes. I'm out. You're out. That's just not your thing. All right, it's your turn, you guys. 
Okay. Now, I'll, I just have to say, is this all the time or do I just have to do these sometimes? All the time. Okay. I think Jeff does most of those things, don't you? You have a yeah. He wears you iron have a shirts. collared shirt on or an iron shirt on today. You always hold the door. You do stand up usually when people exit or get to the table. You're nice. I try to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see how you guys do. Ten right. signs of a classy woman. Oh God. She wears subtle makeup. Subtle. Yep. I would say, yeah. I don't wear a lot, I don't think. She is aging gracefully. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. Kicking Come and on. screaming the whole way. Yes, I am. I'm not going to say your age, but we, you definitely, I'm giving um, you a check on that. Mm. She has confidence. Sometimes. She, sometimes. She never drinks directly from a bottle. No. No. Do you? No, oh, beer, beer bottles. It's been a long time since I drank anything out of a bottle. Okay, I'll give you a point for that then. She accepts compliments well. Sometimes. She only wears heels she can walk in. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's for sure. sure. If at all. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. She always smells nice. Well, I do have my oils. Yeah, I'm not giving you a I'm not giving you a point for oil. <laughs> we love you, but so far that's the only one that's on men and women. Is smelling, is smelling, smelling nice. nice yeah. yeah, I'm not giving you an oil point. <laughs> I think I get an oil point. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm keeping score. <laughs> she doesn't downplay her intelligence. If anything, I upplay it. Get that right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm much dumber. Than that's you think. not true. Stop it. See, you did, that's, downplaying that's downplaying your intelligence, your intelligence right there. You, there. Go. You, just, you don't get a point for that now. <laughs> she reveals her cleavage sparingly. Yeah, I think we both now, do that. Yeah. She wears dresses that aren't too tight or too loose. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And if all that sounds exhausting, the survey also found some very basic things that anyone can do instantly to become classy. They are saying please and thank you. Mm -hmm. We could all stand to start reading more. Work on your table manners. Stop cussing. Always know which silverware to use. See, boom, boom, boom. There's three in a row. It's like I don't have the world's greatest table manners. I swear too much. Stopping cussing is hard. Yeah. Be discreet. And don't start eating a meal until everyone gets their food. That's good. They say you start doing those things instantly, you up your class factor. I think we did pretty well on I that. I do, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, why do I have to do that other stuff? I got a good score on the first 10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.